Good morning, and welcome to the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. With the always evolving world of cyber threats and defense, you need a source you can trust. FBI retired Special Agent Darren Mott guides you through today's intricate cyber landscape and brings you the latest headlines and insights and what it means to you. Let's dive into today's cyber news. Good morning, friends. It is Friday, December 5th, 2024. This is the Cyber Smart Morning News Update, and today is the Friday Op-Ed. I appreciate, as always, you taking the time to download and listen to the podcast. So I was trying to come up with what my topic for today would be, and I'll probably, be, I didn't write a Substack on this, but I'll probably write it tomorrow off of this particular podcast. So you're getting this on the podcast first before the Substack, if you are a reader or listener of both. But it has to do with cybersecurity frameworks. Now, why am I bringing this particular topic up? Well, yeah, yesterday, and no, actually take that back Tuesday, there was an article that came out from federalscoop.com or fedscoop.com that had to do with the cybersecurity maturity model certification. This is going to be a DOD requirement for companies that work within the defense industrial base, also known as clear defense contractors. And it's a set of what they're calling practices. They've, they've changed the name. It's really NIST control. So it's based largely on NIST uh, 800-171. Now there's some other areas that there's some some practices that, that come from some other control sets. But it got me thinking um, about this particular topic because the idea behind CMMC is to create a standard by which companies that work with the government have to have a minimum standard of cybersecurity hygiene in order to be able to bid on and get contracts. Now, there's a lot of different things regarding CMMC. I'm not going to get into the depth of that here, but basically in order to do this, it's going to be expensive for a lot of companies. It's going to be expensive for all these companies, not just to get up to speed, to be able to be assessed and certified, but to even pay for the certification itself. And if you want to go, you want to go find that article. Um, I'll link it in the show notes. You can look at it. It's really not pertinent to this discussion, but got me thinking about cybersecurity frameworks in general. And we have a lot of companies that are outside of the defense industrial base that obviously are being victimized a lot. If you look at the historical victimizations over the past year, you have Caesars and MGM and um, Move It and Mr. Cooper and, and all sorts of companies that you would think would have good cybersecurity, but clearly they don't. And does that mean they're not using a cybersecurity framework? Probably it does, or at least they haven't thought about it or they don't have people in place to think about it. And if you parse that down into smaller companies, None of them, no small company is probably looking at cybersecurity frameworks unless they're a cybersecurity company. So for the most part, when you come in to try to help someone, when someone comes in to try to help them with their cybersecurity, the first thing you want to talk about is having a framework to have a cybersecurity plan. And most are going to say, what are you talking about? So there's a couple, a couple um, well-known ones. Most the most well known one is NIST, the NIST cybersecurity framework, and you can go look at it. But I'll be honest, it's convoluted to read. Uh, and if you're not in the cybersecurity space, if you try to read it, you're going to get a headache or an aneurysm, and you're going to probably stop reading at that point. Um, there is ISO twenty seven or two thousand. I'm sorry, twenty seven thousand and one, which is a cybersecurity standard by the oh, what do they call themselves? ISO is sorry, I should have known. I, that is the International Standard for Information Security. Um, that's like what they call their 2701. What does ISO stand for? That's I looked that up beforehand, but uh, they're an organization and 
Yes, it's good. Good on the on the standard planning here by me about us. ISO is the International Organization of Standardization. Okay, sorry, there you go. That's what ISO stands for. But if you want to see their framework, I should have to buy it. So I can't really tell you a whole lot about it. And I'll be honest with you, I don't know a whole lot about it. I know it's a cybersecurity framework, but um, I haven't really looked into it a whole lot. I've looked a lot into NIST, the NIST framework, and probably the the best one for most companies is the Center for Internet Security, because what they've done is created a set of con- set of controls, but it's not a lot of controls. Um, it used to be 18. Their current version has, it's version 8, and of course, I can't immediately get to it. It used to be the top CIS 18. I think they've downgraded it to 16. Um, but again, I haven't looked at it in a while, so I'm not sure. And I'm not, that's not the point of this is to talk about what the CIS does. It is 18. So CIS 18 are prioritized easy to understand. So it's things like, do you understand what's in your network? Do you understand, um, what your, do you have an inventory of your software? Do you have an inventory of your hardware? Do you have multi-factor authentication? All these kind of things. And the, the point being, when you're trying to, for companies, small companies that need to improve their cybersecurity hygiene, at the end of the day, we can talk all about certain things like with ransomware, where, you know, companies shouldn't pay the ransom, blah, 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 that kind of stuff. The best thing is don't become a victim and you have to worry about any of it, right? So how do you do that? How do small, medium-sized companies do that? And this is something I kind of harp on a lot simply because that's, for me, that's the concerning area to think about is these small and medium-sized companies that don't have budgets for a huge cybersecurity team, um, probably haven't thought about cybersecurity a whole lot, um, are probably using Office 365 for the majority of their functionality, and they don't have multi-factor authentication turned on, things like that. So, you know, how do they get started down that line? And my argument has been, and will continue to be, if you're a small business trying to start this, start easy. In other words, like I have created my own framework that, that takes from all these other frameworks, but it's 10, 10 controls, 10 things, 10 minimum things that you should do to keep yourself or to start down the road of having better cyber hygiene. Now, I, I would list these out, but it's going to bore you. Go read the Substack article. I'll kind of show those in that. But the key being here is you have to start somewhere. And for most companies, you need to determine or think for yourself or find someone to help you with thinking about what's the framework we're going to use to secure ourselves. Now, if you were within like healthcare, then that, that's kind of set up for you. You have to use HIPAA, HIPAA's framework. If you're doing financial stuff, you have... Um, PCI uh, requirements and things like that. So you have some frameworks that are designed for you. Obviously, if you're in the defense industrial base, you're going to have CMMC that's required there, but there's already what's called DFARS um, that exist already that they should be doing, but most are not. So for companies that don't have those requirements, you should still have, you should still think about how do I can, how do I set up a set series of controls to do that? Um, and CIS, the, the, the Center for Internet Security, is the best place probably to start. Um, and But again, you have to understand what it is that you're looking for. Why is the fr- why is a framework important? Because it gives you a guideline for how to go about reducing your cyber risk. And that's what all of this does. None of these entities will prevent cyber crime or cyber bad stuff from happening to you, but it'll give you a framework with things to do that will lower your risk. Um, you know, NIST has a part of their framework is this little circle and it talks about um, detect, protect, respond, recover. And there's one other one, which I always forget the fifth one, but there's five things that I want you to do that, that they want to do. Um, and that's kind of, our, that's what their framework is based on. And then it gets into a whole, whole depth of, of uh, a bunch of other stuff. Um, and so actually it's, sorry, identify, protect, detect, respond, recover. Those are the five things within NIST, I actually add a sixth one, a new sixth one in their new CSFF, CS, Cybersecurity Framework 2.0 called Govern. 
um, which, you know, I'm not going to get, again, not getting into depth of that. Now, the point of this is just to think about having a framework in place to be used to start to improve your cybersecurity hygiene. And like I said, start with the 10. And I'm, I'm happy if anyone wants to see the 10 I have, I'll give it out to you. It's all laid out. Here are the 10 controls. Here's how you do them. Here's what they do. Here's, here's what they mean. Happy to provide that to folks that want to see it. Um, it, it. It's nothing unique to me. I didn't like say, oh, this is no one's thought of this before. I've actually taken stuff from everyone. So these are, these are the 10 I think you start with. If you don't start for small, medium companies, if you don't at least do these 10, you're not doing any of the other ones. Like the NIST one, NIST 800-171 has 110 controls that you have to do if you want to be compliant within their framework. Now, does it mean everybody has to do 110? No. Now, within the defense industrial base, they will have to do most of those in order to be certified. But that's, again, that's another podcast. But the point of this podcast now today was just to start thinking, have, have people thinking about and sharing information about cybersecurity framework. It's, it's a very boring, to, I'll be honest, it's a boring topic, but it's an important topic because if you are not, if you don't have a framework from which to start down the road of improving your cybersecurity, you will flail about uselessly and really get nothing done. Um, and you won't, you know, you won't protect yourself and ultimately you will be a victim of cyber crime. So how do you, how do you, what's the first place? When I talk to anybody, companies, the first thing I talk about is what's your framework? If you don't have one, let's at least start here and let's go from there. So frameworks, cybersecurity frameworks, there's plenty of them. Find the one you like. Um, if you don't have any idea what I'm talking about, find someone who does. Contact me. Again, I will talk to you free about it if you are so desirous to do so. Um, and that's that's kind of what I want to talk about on this Friday. Not exciting, not an exciting topic. A um, little stale, a little dry. So I understand if you turned this off 10 minutes ago, which you couldn't have because we're not at 10 minutes yet. But I understand if you said, eh, this is not not your best work, Darren. But uh, it's a topic that's that's... It's dry, but people need to think about. So with that, I will leave you to your weekend. I hope you enjoy your weekend. I hope you stay cyber safe because if you get a little cyber smarter, you get a whole lot cyber safer, as I don't say quite often enough. But know that knowledge is protection. If we can understand the threats targeting us, we can assess our risk. Proceed wisely. As always, you are welcome to email me, Darren at thecyberguy.com. Tell me what I'm doing, good, bad, ugly, whatever. Um, go to my LinkedIn. On a side note, if you want to check out a funny video, find me on LinkedIn. I posted this video today. I saw it, I saw it on, on X. So um, I appreciate the guy who did that. I ripped the video and put it on, on LinkedIn and it's, it's freaking hilarious. It's about this guy in England who was using his neighbor's Wi-Fi for two years and his neighbor put a password on the Wi-Fi finally because his speed was slow. And the neighbor goes and knocks on the door and starts arguing with the guy that he needs to give him the password so he can keep using it. It's, it's a hilarious video. It's uh, and, and it's funny thing is I didn't, all I said is this is the funny thing you're going to, you're going to see all day. Um, and it had like 10,000, 10,000 reactions, which for me, uh, well, not reactions, but 10,000 views or whatever, which for me is, is pretty big from a LinkedIn perspective. So with that, enjoy your weekend, go find that video, get a good laugh, and we will talk again on Monday because chances are the cybercrime issues of the world will not cease or go away over the weekend. Cyber Smart Morning News is written and produced by CyberGuy Productions. Feel free to email thoughts, comments, or suggestions to Darren at thecyberguy.com or follow Darren on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash in slash Darren Mott. Thanks for listening.